right. Well, welcome to the shift flow, everybody. Welcome. We are doing it. It is happening. Yes, it's happening. And you know what? You had said that you'd been wanting to do a podcast for a very long time. Yes. And and I have been wanting to do a podcast that speaks to my soul. Mm-hmm. And I have felt in my career, in my entertainment career anyway, that it really hasn't, fa- I haven't found a way to make it fit or, or where it just did fall into place. And this just fell into place. Exactly. And isn't that when the best things happen? I mean, I wanted to start a podcast. It was on my goals to start a podcast the year that I started coaching you in Mackenzie's program, which was 2020, right? So, excuse me, a couple years ago. And I knew I wasn't ready. I had barely even started my, you know, started blowing up my business then. So it was very much not an alignment. And within the past, I don't know if you know this, within the past couple of weeks, probably the past, since I've been back in Utah, so for the past like month and a half, I've been dropping it with multiple people. I'm like, let's start a podcast. Let's start a podcast. Let's, and they're like, okay, never mind. Okay, (laughs) never mind. And then I was like, you know what? You have experience in radio. You know, you've been a talk show host. You know, how to, you have this magic. We just get along. And like you said, it fell into place beautifully. And I feel like that is how, you know, something is meant for you when it just happens and you don't have to force anything. Yeah. So I'm grateful for your willingness to create this with me together. And I'm so fucking excited to see where it goes because it feels, you guys, it feels so good. We are just ecstatic with energy to be providing this to you, to be creating this, to be creating a space. So it, we are jazzed up about it. Oh, jazzed up. We are jazzed up. I think I got that from you. We are jazzed up about it. So I love it. No, it's, it's so fun too, because I am now starting my coaching career. So you wanted to do this when you were starting your coaching career. Mm -hmm. I'm getting to start this while I'm getting my coaching career off the ground. And one thing I was actually talking to Dave about last night. You're ahead of the game, baby. (laughs) And, you know, he was, he was like, you know, this. Dave is is her partner, by the way. Yes. Dave is my loving, loving um, Uzbend. And uh, he, uh, he, he really loves this because he said, you know, what's so great is I have someone like you who's with me. I guess Mm. I can just say I have you. Um, I have you with me. And, um, and so this feels really, mm. you know, really safe and like a great learning space for me too. Yeah. And, um, and so anyway, it's just really exciting. It's just very cool how all of this came into place. And so I'm grateful for you, Danny. I guess that's what yeah, I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for you, of course. And I'm grateful for everybody that is, I mean, I was talking about it on my TikTok live yesterday and this girl popped in and she's like, where's your podcast at? Where can I listen? I'm like, it's not out yet, but we already got a listener. So let's go. Um, I want to talk a little bit about our mission, right? Why we wanted to create this and, and what we are anticipating or visualizing is going to come from this because we're not just, we're not doing this from a, a place of self by any means. If you guys know me and Mo, or if you want to get to know us, you'll learn that we truly have the biggest hearts. And I think a big reason why 
I get chills all the time when we, we talk to each other. Um, I think the biggest reason why we just get along so great is because I truly believe we have a very similar dharma, a very similar soul mission. We want to, number one, just spread and be loved to the masses because we do that with ourselves and all of our interpersonal relationships. And we also want to show people that it's not scary to be yourself, that you can be loved in whatever version of that self is to take the masks off, to be willing to look at yourself, to take responsibility for your life, to come together in community that supports the inner work, supports healing and expanding your mind, body, and your spirit. And all of this and more, right? All of this and more is a part of our mission, but the end goal is to somehow change the world or impact the world in a positive way and to bring people into our realm and to create a community with those individuals so that we can have even greater of an impact and and usher in a new way of living and being so sorry about that so yeah but so no that was beautiful and and i couldn't agree more and i'm i'm also just so excited to see how this grows as a result of the people who are the people and and because you know we're getting this started Mm -hmm. with one mission in mind and every single soul that comes along with us and becomes a part of what we're trying to do it's going to shift and it's going to flow and yes i can just drop the name again Um, the shift flow Yeah, and uh, it's, it's going to be really amazing, and I just want to—I mm-hmm. want to share that too because I—I I just want everyone listening to hear that we want you to be a part mm-hmm. of what comes. Yeah, and um, even just in our Instagram lives, we had Jasper and Sophie, and mm-hmm. it already feels like energy that will energy that feeds us, right? And energy that feeds the conversation and mm-hmm. where this can go. So I'm just stoked about that too. Yeah, we want you guys to know first and foremost how valuable you are. Yeah. Really, how valuable you are to this world and to this community if you so choose to participate. Like she's saying, it's it's much bigger than her and I. So yeah. I guess so we're just gonna have it. to come along with the for the <laughs> ride, you know? Yes. So yeah. so I know that we talked about should we just get on into what we came here today? To yeah, let's get on into it. Let's let's preface this conversation by saying we're not here to hold ourselves back. Yeah. We're here to talk about all of our opinions, our beliefs, our values, our morals. And if you don't align with that, if something feels achy in your body as you're listening to, I urge you or I challenge you to take a breath if you're feeling like you're triggered by something that we're saying, because we are here to trigger your belief system because we believe that in that you can grow into a greater individual and try your best to understand that as a human, we judge and try to articulate where those judgments are coming from. If you, so if you do end up not resonating with the topic, maybe push yourself to listen a little bit more and see if there's something within you that's really being asked to be seen and looked at and maybe rewritten for your greater good. Mm -hmm. 
because yeah. we're going to be talking about the taboo. We're going to be talking about <laughs> everything. Okay. There is, there really is no limit. There are no limits there. The limit does not exist here. So I love that. And, and also, <laughs> I would, if I may add to that, I think that is so beautiful. Thank you for saying that, mm -hmm. that our intention is to come to you with open hearts and really mm -hmm. share where we stand today. And I would encourage everyone also to, if, if you don't like what we said and you like want to offer us some loving talk to us. Uh, yeah. Let us know yeah. where you're at. And I always, I was actually just talking again today, last night. And I said, you know, I just wish more people would come at it with, Hey, I can see that your intentions are pure and that you want to learn and that you want to grow as a person. May I offer you my <laughs> perspective? Yeah. Um, and, and just know that we're open to that too. So this so is open. not a place to get upset with each other, but definitely a place to love each other and to, to help each other feel safe and hear each other. And so I agree with you, Danny. Thank yeah. You so yeah, and help each other grow. I'm so open to hearing um, other perspectives. So absolutely, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Well, let's do it. <laughs> let's do so, it. Sexuality. Mm -hmm. This is this is something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I and mine. One, two, and and Danny's and heart. near and dear to other parts of myself as well. It is near and dear all over. All over. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, we want to talk about this because mm -hmm. it, in life, there's all kinds of different areas that we can feel shame and we can feel held back. Right. And I feel sexuality is, is just one of those places that for me has helped me find a lot of the confidence that lives within me and the mm -hmm. love I have for myself. So, um, so when we talked about this the other day and, and what mm -hmm. we wanted to share, I was very excited about it. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so this is why we wanted to share with you. Do you have anything you'd like to add on why you wanted this to be our first conversation? Yeah. So for me, um, we talked about it briefly. It's much more deeper for me than just sexuality. I think my entire life has been this expression of recognizing these parts of me that I've shamed, repressed, suppressed, tucked away in a really dark corner to act like they don't exist. Right. And with the work that I do and, and how I guide my clients, it's to go into those dark corners. It's to go into those crevices, those shadows, those um, aspects of self that we are taught to shame, to uh, dim, right? The light, the just, I think the underlying theme here is what are you shaming? Right. And I think this is one of the biggest things as women. There are so many opposing perspectives and judgments and narratives and just so much negativity casted onto the feminine sexual expression, which might I add is the most powerful force in the entire world. We have the ability with our womb, with our sacred sexual energy to literally create life. Yet you're telling me that I need to wear more clothes, be more quiet, act like a lady, only sleep with a certain amount of men because if I don't, then I'm used, I'm not enough, I'm this. And I'm so fucking tired of it. And that's like the the epitome or the 
definition of what we're here to do with this and with other aspects of our, our lives and our businesses is like, let's talk about the shit that doesn't make sense and let's change it. Yeah. Right. And so for me, um, I am tired of outcasting these parts of myself. I'm definitely want to talk about where you and I both are at in our journeys because I'm actually in a much different place yeah. when it comes yeah. to sexuality right now. But it really is a liberation yeah. because if you think about it, I just, I, when I, when I visualize it or when I think about it, I see like this collective, this entire world of women, women in other countries who can't even show their hair because it's deemed sexual, you know, women here being catcalled because they're wearing something that's more provocative, quote unquote, but really like we're actually dressing up in this way for ourselves because we feel sexy because we feel beautiful. So it's about like also the the danger that being in your sexual power can you can be exposed to because of that and how to work through that work through those fears yeah. and protect yourself but also feel free to express yourself in whatever way you want to yeah. and I will say it wasn't until this is one thing that I'm really grateful for from my most recent previous relationship because I'm now in a in an era of celibacy by choice because there was some trauma with the previous relationship. And also we'll talk more about that in a moment, but this recent relationship, I was actually, when we initially met this man was, or at least energetically proposed to me that he was very secure and he was initially very in his masculine. And it wasn't until being with somebody like that, my previous partners, my previous boyfriends, extremely insecure, extremely insecure. They, you know, wanted me to dress, cover myself more. They wanted me to be more quiet. You know, they didn't want me to, they judged me for posting on social media, like all of these oh, things yeah. um, called me insecure, you know, projected onto me. And over time, I was so obsessed with being in a relationship um, that I listened to them and I completely started to like dim that light in regards to that aspect of myself. But it wasn't until this recent relationship with this man where he was like, you're a goddess, you're so powerful. I, you know, he just made me feel so liberated, so powerful in myself because it felt like he truly saw me. And he also helped me to break through that shame of sexuality that shame of, yeah. you know, being a sexual being. I've always kind of embodied that siren energy, dressing up and going out and like, you know, yeah. just, you. we know it's beautiful women. We know how to work it. And it's like, we're not really doing it to, to get a connection with a man, but we're doing it to kind of, to feel free and to feel seen, yeah. right? Long story short, I feel like it wasn't until recently my trip to Costa Rica, this in, in, you know, being involved with this individual and getting into Tantra, which we can talk about oh where I God. started to really just own that, that last part of myself that felt like it was unsafe to yeah. be seen. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And you know, it's so funny. So 
I'm mm. from a smaller area. The town I was born in was a town of about 1800 people. Mm-hmm. And I love where I'm from. I, I love the people in the town that I live in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say also, though, we, we live in the Bible Belt. And I also believe yes. in God, you know, so I'm not yes. saying anything about anything. But I will say that there is some extreme judgment around the way mm-hmm. you express yourself sexually. And so mm-hmm. I've always been a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. My whole life. Me too. Honestly, when I say my whole life, I know that sounds crazy, but even mm-hmm. when I was younger, I, I experienced sexual feelings and, mm-hmm. and um, started masturbating at a very young age, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I liked it, you know, I liked it. <laughs> I was there for it, but I did feel a lot yeah. of shame about it. And I also really wanted to uh, show off my body and kind of peacock around and feel mm-hmm. good about myself, mm-hmm. you know? Right. It's a power. It's a power. Yeah, it is. And it just, it, and when you, when you feel it, and I think this is one thing that can, you know, those who don't feel comfortable with it or feel triggered by it, I think when they see that they've never experienced it. So it, it does look like, whoa, I've been, you know, this person's, mm-hmm. you know, I've been told that what that looks like is this person's full of themselves and it's wrong. And mm-hmm. so I need her to stop, you know? <laughs> and so, right. and so there was, it took me a long time too. So it's amazing what you just said. Um, because what I would do is I would go and express myself sexually, um, in places where mm-hmm. no one knew me or, you know, I would travel out of town or, you know, right. even just experiencing, um, my sexuality as it related to, um, other genders, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what my sexuality looked like there. And mm-hmm. so, you know, a, a lot of it felt like it was hidden and that, it wasn't allowed to be talked. Even now, I, I, you know, for me, I haven't really shared some of these things publicly mm-hmm. um, because there is there is some uh, fear around that as right. well. So there's some guilt, shame, fear, and it wasn't until I got into the relationship that I'm in now with Dave, who mm-hmm. is also a very sexual person, and you know, I feel like we're magnets. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just felt I came alive with him. Yeah. And, and so there were times even with him that it was like, Hey, you know, I love it when you dress sexy. I love it when you, I mm-hmm. love it when I've, um, so I, I started working out and I started wanting to change my body, but because mm-hmm. I was like, really feeling good about my body and this was years and years ago. And he loved that I was gaining weight. He mm-hmm. loved, you know, all these things that I like, no, you know, I've never thought were safe. Is they're safe, right. you know. So right. uh, I will say that I had an awakening as well, uh, where not so much that I was never experiencing these things, as mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how you felt too. You were experiencing these things too, but for mm-hmm. the first time, for me, I felt like I could really be around someone who didn't seem to be repelled by any of the things yeah. that. I Hey, what about this? Like, what about, you know? Can we just say for a moment, the magic that happens when we go from, I know, you know, I know you've experienced this in previous relationships. When we go from relationships where we are shamed for being ourselves, where we are, where there is a a control dynamic, a power dynamic, going from that and then getting into a relationship with somebody that Mm -hmm. loves every shape and size and outfit and movement and the magic and the healing and the medicine that is in that, right? Men, if you're listening, 
And this isn't just, you know, to do it for incentive. It's to do it because number one, we deserve it. And number two, if you want to breed or create a container of love and like reciprocity and just positivity with your partner, you have to see her, affirm her, compliment her and hear her. Yeah. That's love. Love is that freedom. Love is not control. That's codependency. Mm -hmm. That's the patriarchy. Right. So just to touch on the medicine that, that, you know, we have experienced the liberation we have experienced through the gentleness of a man in his power. Yeah. Right. One thousand mm-hmm. percent. And, and I, I think that if you can trust, I think that can be a really scary thing too, because once again, I think you see what, you've been told is the way it is and mm-hmm. you accepted that as your story, whatever that may be. So, so to the men out there listening who are mm-hmm. in relationships with other women or really anyone, it, when you, when you acknowledge the power in someone else and the beauty in someone else and you celebrate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see them and so good. And every time they come to you with something that maybe this is why it's so important to accept and love, you know, these parts and create this safe space so that they can come to you with these things, because the more and more this person can grow and feel seen and feel loved, the The more powerful you both become. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the permission just flows and everybody feels safe to be exactly who they're becoming. Mm -hmm. And, and we've talked about this, that also helps with, those individuals that you've seen in your life who look dead in the eyes, who aren't following mm-hmm. their path, and following their calling and having conversations with their partners and being honest about what they want, whether it's sexual, they're living in the vibration of shame. Any, yeah, exactly. So it's, and also we talked about this yesterday, the more you love yourself, the more capacity you have to love other people. So it all really, mm-hmm. it all really flows perfectly together. You know, right. so like you said, it, it, when you give, you get, and when mm-hmm. you grow, your partner grows. And when you commit to yourself, then that can inspire in others, hopefully then for them to feel safe to commit to themselves as well. So, so mm. yeah, I completely agree with that. So, mm-hmm. so now that we feel so safe in our sexuality. Yes. You know? And it's also, it's also not just our sexuality, right? It's the, se- okay, the sexual energy is correlated to the sacral chakra in your seven main chakras. Um, if you guys don't know what a chakra is, it's an energy center. We have hundreds on our body, but there are seven main ones that channel down the spine. And the sacral is the home of the sexual energy. And it's not just sexual energy, though. As we said, it's creation energy. It's source energy. creation is source energy. So if you're not in a partnership where you're exchanging that energy consistently, or you are celibate, you can channel that energy. And it's like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, like, I feel so powerful and there's so many creative downloads. And my point is sexual energy is creative energy. And it's also healing energy. Some of the most powerful healers in this world (laughs) have a lot of sexual energy. That's just fact. Yeah. 
right? Because we, we channel it, we transmute it, we use it to our advantage to channel it into love and into light and to create that, that healing and those containers of safety for other people. Yes. Gosh, that's good. You are really like Mm -hmm. serving it today. I am like, we started a podcast, baby. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna (laughs) hold back. (laughs) I'm ready to show up. You don't understand. (laughs) It's just moving through me. We did it. We did a little prayer before we started and I just feel really connected right now. So yeah, well, I feel it. You are like, Mm. my gosh, I love it. And you know what? Could we explain maybe a little bit more about what that creative sexual energy part mm-hmm. looks like? Maybe go just a little deeper for those who may have heard that and think, mm-hmm. I want to know more about that. I, you know, th- this is, yeah. because me, I, I want to hear more about it. <laughs> yeah. I think also the reason, a, a reason why we're talking about this and you tell me if you agree is because. I'm at a point in my life where now, and I'm not going to, I'm not saying I was always like this in my early days. I was getting around town, baby. I didn't give a fuck. Okay. And a lot of that came from unconscious patternings of, I can easily get a man Mm -hmm. and sex equals validation and validation equals somebody loves me. And that equals I can feel less empty inside about myself and my life choices. So not saying if that's where you are. I also condone the slut phase and the, not even slut. I don't even like the, Mm -hmm. slut should be a a good word. You know, like what I'm trying to say is do what you want as long as it feels good. Right. However, where I'm at now, I look at, and this, this happens with like just spiritual awakening after spiritual awakening. I don't even know how many I've had at this point in life. Okay. But <laughs> I just try to be really, really intentional with everything. now. Yeah. And what that means is sex is the most sacred, intimate, powerful energy exchange you can ever have with another person ever. Right. And some people don't see it like that and that's okay. But for me, it's like, think about it, right? Your chakras line up completely. So if you or the other person has significant amount of unresolved traumas, significant amount of toxic energies, has toxic habits, addictions, whatever it may be. And again, no shade, no judgment. This is just fact, right? You are coming together as one and you are transferring all of that to each other. So for me now, intimacy is sacred Mm -hmm. and I have to feel in my stomach, in my heart and in my, you know, intuition, I was going to say my third eye in in my, Mm -hmm. you know, intuition that it's a holy hell. Yeah. Right. And when it comes to this energy, like I said, it's the energy that creates life. Mm-hmm. So for women, if you are in a stage of celibacy or you're explore- exploring that or you you want to learn more, you can actually internalize your 
orgasm when you are self-pleasuring and internalize it into like creative energy and use it to manifest. You can like channel that energy from the root at the base of the spine, move it up towards the heart, towards the third eye, and then visualize either an intention or something you want to manifest and use that creative energy that would typically be used to make a baby into pushing that energy out into the universe and, and applying it to your manifestation. So that's what I, or you can just internalize it and it will energize for women. It energizes us, right? For the most part, depending on how long you're going, um, <laughs> it energizes us. And then you can use that energy that you've internalized into creating something external. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question? The question? You know what? It does. It does. And I think that, I would also like to take this moment to uh, be an advocate for mm-hmm. pleasuring yourself. 100%. I hope there are people listening to this who have never thought about it. I hope I know people who mm-hmm. have never, they are so afraid to touch themselves. And wow. I want you to hear this. Take the time and, and maybe <laughs> what my advice would be. Um, Start slow. <laughs> and, uh, and hey, I know this is probably TMI, but like I feel real strongly about this. Yeah. Everybody's out of the house. Like, like yep. do whatever makes you feel very sexy. Mm-hmm. Oil on your body. Sensual. Not oil or, or essential oil. Essential oil makes mm-hmm. me have a rash. Um, <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> like, go for your skin. Uh, and great. Right. And touch, touch your whole body. Touch, mm-hmm. look up your erogenous zones if you don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. And and just spend some time with yourself. Find yourself a, a find a, gratitude a, for your body. God damn, yeah. absolutely yeah, love. Let's talk about that for a second. If you mm-hmm. want to stop and do some mirror work, or, or what are some ways do you think would be mm. great? Have some gratitude for your body and love your body. No shame. Mirror work is so powerful. That has been, and I, I realized the other day I do it when I'm getting ready without even like realizing now it's kind of just become second nature. All of these self-love practices, which all of this comes back to is self-love, right? It's like, okay, how can I have these boundaries with other people? How can I have these boundaries with myself? How, How can I look at myself and love on myself and find gratitude? And mirror work is so powerful. Mm-hmm. right? It's where you're standing in front of a mirror. And for me, I like to stare myself in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I like to stare at myself in my eyes and just go through affirmations. And what's yeah. really interesting, if you guys have never eye gazed bef- before with another person, starting with yourself, what's interesting mm-hmm. is you actually, your physical body starts to melt away. If you stare yourself in the eyes, you kind of just become, you see your eyes and then your body melts away and then you just become your essence, your soul, your energy. And then you realize that's all this is, is we are just energy and you can manipulate energy. So how do you want to manipulate your own, aka if you're feeling shitty, how do you want to make yourself feel better? If you're feeling sexually repressed, how do you want to be more sensual or how do you want to get to that point if that's what you desire? So staring yourself in the eyes and just being like, I am a goddess. I am beautiful. I am so grateful for my body. Think about all of the processes that have to, I love saying this, all of the processes cellularly, 
atomically with the, you know, our blood, our organs, our tissues, everything that's happening simultaneously, just so you can be in that moment with yourself right there. Find gratitude for all of that. That itself is creation, right? And then after you're done with kind of, you know, praising yourself and looking yourself in the face, you can take your clothes off. You can have, you can be in lingerie or your boxers or fully nude if you'd like. Mm -hmm. And the most powerful thing that I've ever done is look at the parts of my physical body that I have said, ew, gross, get rid of that. That's disgusting. Absolutely appalling. That needs to be smaller. You go back to those spots. Yeah. I just got chills. You go back to those spots and you say, I'm going to take this hatred energy out of here, this rejection that I've put onto myself because society has put it onto me. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to remove that and I'm going to transmute that into love. I'm going to give you love. I love you. Thank you, underbutt, for, <laughs> you know, for whatever you do. Thank you. Thank you, hamstring, right? Underbutt, hamstring for helping me walk. <laughs> Thank you, hips, yeah. for, you know, giving me the option to give birth if I so choose. Thank you. Oh, the armpit fat, right? That's a big one. Thank you, armpit fat for, you know, just there are people, I said this to you the other day, there are people in this world that would love to have extra meat on their bones, but they can't because they can't, they don't have the option to buy food right now. So come back to your abundance Right. And come back to why you do have those things and what they're here to do for you, to support you a little extra meat to help you if you do starve. Right. All of these things serve a purpose. And the more shade, the more hate you throw at them, quite honestly, the bigger you get, the bigger the cystic acne gets, the more defined the cellulite, the cellulite gets, because that shame is a lower vibration and you are literally just feeding the toxicity into your body. Yeah. You're so dead on. And you know, Mm -hmm. what's funny too, I think, um, and I would just like to add to that, what Mm -hmm. you said about um, looking at all those parts that make you uncomfortable. Mm. Maybe sometimes I like move my body in ways I'll like, I'll sit on the bed Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. all of like my stomach is in like, no longer oh yeah your skin that holds you like like, public like everything and then i'm just like i slouch and i look at my my belly in the mirror and i start like pulling it around and i'm like thank you belly this really doesn't look as like it's not so bad like and i I don't want to look at it i just have an idea of what it Mm -hmm. is rather Mm -hmm. than look and then i look at myself and i'm like I've seen statues like you. I, yeah. know, I know that's very cheesy, but you know, like <laughs> the day, those the the women who were having you know paintings made of them, they mm-hmm. they had bodies and they had you yeah know, what I would consider like today's standards things that you might want to hate or or right. perfection. Curves in the past were um, uh, symbolic of wealth and um, power, yeah. status. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's that I just, I think maybe even move your, move, it's just a little fun tip. This is something that I do. Um, I'll just like look at my body in weird ways and like, yeah. um, I, I, I don't know. And then, and, and just explore what you can look like from lots of different angles. Yeah. 
longing to be. We are all weird aliens. You know yes. what I mean? Like we are all weird aliens and we're not perfect and we're asymmetrical and the people who are symmetrical, a lot of them invested in that, <laughs> you know? So natural is like being a natural beauty or just learning to love your natural self yeah. is going against the grain. Yeah. Right? So, well, the more to think about. So, because, like, here's what I think about. I love a natural beauty, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, hey, girl, if you want to pump those lips, girl. Yeah, you know, I just don't give. I just. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't care what anybody else yeah. does. I do care about what's promoted and what, the, the, yeah. the false stories that we see when it comes to the people that, you know, just stop idolizing people. Just stop yeah. idolizing people because. Yeah. These people are never going to tell you the truth. Yeah. Stop comparing yourself to unfollow detox your entire social media. Yeah. If it is not informing you and uplifting you, unfollow them. I promote doing whatever the you want to your vassal. If it makes you feel good, go for it. If you want to look like a galactic kitty, go for it. Okay. Whatever you want to do, (laughs) like... (laughs) You know, I was thinking of the people that put horns in their head and then they like actually have so much work done that they look like, you know, galactic cats. That's amazing. <laughs> they look like cats sometimes. But <laughs> if it makes you feel good, I mean, this yeah. vessel is just this vessel. I don't really care. However, there is one thing that I have had to make sure of i get facials i've gotten botox i mean come on yeah. you know i'm not yeah. gonna lie about that i'm not a fan of the needle or i'm not a not fan of the needle <laughs> yeah i don't really like i said i don't really care if it's enhancing you and it makes you feel good yeah. now i just want us to all have these questions that we ask ourselves before we do these things that are yeah. extreme right Is this coming from fear of rejection, from insecurity, or because I love myself and I want to enhance myself? Yeah. Right? And the issue that I see with women is, number one, we don't look for any natural alternatives because the natural route is takes a lot longer, right? Yeah. Try to find a natural way before you go investing $17,000 in your face. And also know that if you're starting this journey, if you want to get into that, it can be a really slippery slope if you don't already love yourself. Yeah. I know people that get just the right amount and they don't overdo it. And then I know the people that do overdo it or they get the implants or they get the BBL and then they end up regretting it because they did it in a season where they didn't love themselves. Yeah. That's such an important distinction. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for saying that because I think, Mm -hmm. again, we, we have said this multiple times in the conversations that we've had that it all goes back to self-love. So if, if there's, Mm -hmm. if that's really driving it and not, this is fun and I want to do, do this. Let's try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think just, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful point. Make sure your mm-hmm. intentions are in a place that, that you can feel good about in every season of your life, you know? Yeah. Um, and- play with your avatar, have fun. Who cares? But yeah. like you said, with positive intentions, right? Because that makes the world of a difference. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I appreciate mm-hmm. you saying that. Cause I think, um, I think that, you know, and at some point I think we have to have a podcast about aging because 100% you know, girl, like, you know, you live in the United States, especially mm-hmm. our view of, uh, and just speaking as a woman and having women friends, mm-hmm. I know aging is a thing. And also just people who have been in my life that I've watched struggle with aging, mm-hmm. uh, and especially, um, yeah. and, uh, I don't want that to be the case. I, I, I want us to look forward to these different seasons in our lives. And I, I want us to s- set an example for every woman that comes after us and every human that comes after us. I know men feel this way too. I'm just not really <laughs> sure what that experience is. Um, but I want everybody to feel like it's not a scary thing to age and it's, and it's not something to dread. And I feel like that's the case when there's just a little teaser. I have a very, I have a very out of the box, um, belief around age. Oh, I want to hear it. And this is what I live by. And you know what? It's not until I met somebody recently in Costa Rica and I was like, how old are you? He's like, it doesn't matter. Time doesn't exist anyway. So why would I tell you, why would I, why would I subject myself to a specific age when time isn't actually even real? And the more you, and I truly believe this. And so I don't really apply it anymore. Like I think age is actual bullshit. Um, I think this comes back to the work that we do consistently, right? Everything is about your belief system. So if you are told every year you get older, every year you get older, right? And by the way, we go based off of the Gregorian calendar, um, which is the solar year, which isn't even actually real time in the first place. It's just something that we created. The people that came over from Europe created the Gregorian calendar. And if you go to other countries, they're actually living in like Ethiopia is in like 2010 right now. I don't know if you guys know that. There's so much weird shit. Oh, it's there's like a multiple countries where they live in another year currently. It's fucking wild how inaccurate time is um and just like everything right truth is only what we believe to be truth so collectively we have listened to this theory around time around age and we have chosen to collectively agree to it so that is what truth is when in reality we don't actually know what time is and from my experience in (laughs) I don't know how deep I want to go with this. This is like really, (laughs) yeah. So um, in my experience, timelines are all overlapping. All of our past lives, our future lives. When you have deja vus, when you have like a memory, but it seems like it's from a past life, when you have a vision, but it feels like it's in the future. All of the timelines are happening simultaneously on top of one another. So getting back to your belief system, you're told, Okay, you get older every year. Every year you degrade. Life gets worse as you get older. You get sick. You get unhappy. You get unhealthy. You age. Your hair turns gray. All of these things, right? You're choosing to believe that. Yeah. What if you shifted that and you said, actually, I'm the healthiest I've ever fucking been in my entire life. I'm the most beautiful. I'm the most radiant. I'm the smartest. Life's getting better. My body's actually getting healthier. I've never been this pain-free. I have so much energy and it only continues to increase as every single day passes. Yeah. What, where would you be as far as physical appearance versus every day gets worse and I'm aging and uh, where would you be, right? Because your mind creates your reality. Yeah. 
So I say collapse the anti-aging system entirely and start applying that to your life and come back in a month and tell me how good you look and how good you feel. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, it is so true. And I think also, you know, just keep keep an eye out for the people in your life. Listen for this. Okay. You may not recognize it or have the awareness that you're doing it, but listen, everybody out there, and you will see how often this is just such an accepted way of engaging. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly. Well, hey, how's it going? Yep, it's another, you know, another Monday, and I'm not getting any younger. And different day. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's constant. So just like I challenge everyone listening to just uh, go out in your week this week and see how many times someone, even ooh, and this is one that I can't. (laughs) Yeah, we're not getting younger. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I'm great. Don't pull me into that. You can get older. Like stop it, Mm -hmm. you know. And, yeah. uh, and, and so listen to that. And also, this is really fun, too. Don't allow yourself to be looped into it because it really mm-hmm. is a good, it's a good boundary that you say. is like, oh, no, 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 I don't accept that as my story. So yeah. I would challenge everybody to uh, go out there this week and look for how many yes. people say it, look for how often people say it. Mm-hmm. And also maybe like have one moment where you practice a little boundary of saying, nope, that's not my story, you know. Right. So. Don't feed into the negativity. We have enough on this planet. Yeah. You know, if you don't agree with somebody's perspective, I love where I'm at right now. Cause this yeah. has happened multiple times since I've been here. I'm out here in Utah. Okay. I'm literally, I'm literally in like the widest, one of the widest, most religious, like family oriented yeah. places in the country. <laughs> right. And I'm like, just this crazy hippie girl. And, um, we were at this, we were at this, uh, Oktoberfest within the first couple of weeks that I got here. And he's like, let me see your ID. And I said, I don't believe in age. Time doesn't exist. And he was like, he was like, they, people get so triggered and they look at me like I'm actually, like I'm absolutely batshit crazy. And I love it. I, I love being in the place where I'm like, let me just throw some, fire at your, you know, at your belief system and see what happens. Right. So it's really fun actually, because these people don't really matter. And the ones that do, I mean, you know what I mean by that? They don't matter in the sense that like, they're going to be in your life. So why not just express yourself as much as you'd like? And the ones that are attracted to that are going to be the ones that ride with you to the death. So, yeah. But I, it, it calls people to you too. So it's like, that's why it is so important to be mm-hmm. really yourself because also you may, you don't know who you might be inviting into your experience. You might've been met with someone who was like, yeah, right. <laughs> we got to stay in touch. This is amazing. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> like when I, when I went out um, for Halloween and I dressed up as the goddess of witchcraft, Hecate, and yeah. it repelled some people, but then the other ones, they were like, whoa, you're, you're oh, a witch, are you? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I am. Um, but I want to tie, I want to tie this aging thing actually back into the sexuality aspect of this yeah. conversation because women, my ladies, my female bodied people, um, my divine feminines, your sexual energy is the most 
powerful force on this planet. And I touched on it a little bit earlier. That was a pun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) And yeah, we spoke on it a little bit earlier, but I also want you to know the impact that number one, good sex has on your health and number two, sex with the wrong people can have on your health, spiritually, physically, and mentally. Because like we said earlier, you really do absorb everything that your partner is going through consciously or unconsciously. We are extremely sensitive beings. And that is something that is only increasing as time goes on as, you know, we'll have a whole other uh, talk about that, but we are incredibly sensitive beings, whether that's in your awareness right now or not. I can just, I, I, it's almost like as women, we are forced to process that other person's unresolved issues. And I want you to know that when your sexual energy is drained, you are drained. So if you are in a relationship and you are feeling drained, you are feeling like you look like you're aging, you feel like there's so much darkness around you or like that you're working through. There's emotions that are not something that you're used to experiencing without this person. That's something to really look like because it look at, sorry, that's something to really look at because it wasn't until recently where I completely removed that um, type of intimacy from my life. And I don't know how long I'm going to do this for, but it wasn't until recently that I realized I was with unhealed men and those unhealed energies really negatively impacted me because I am a sensitive. I'm not just a sensitive person. I'm a sensitive. I am a healer. I am a, I'm, I am an intuitive. So I'm even more sensitive. So I was processing my previous partner's traumas and he had, has extreme traumas, probably the worst story I've ever heard in my entire life. And I am now in a place of celibacy in a place of loving on myself. And I have never felt better ever. And there is a, a really healed, beautiful, masculine energy in my life. And I do feel the potential of exploring that. But I want you to know, listen to your intuition before you get intimate with these people. Because it really can affect you spiritually more than you even know, more than you're even aware of. And that's not to incite fear. That's just to increase awareness. Does this feel good in my mind, body, and my soul? Or am I feeling like because I've been programmed to to submit, to please the man that I am doing this? Is that why? Or is it because I really, really want it and it feels like a holy hell yes in my body? Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense. (laughs) No, yes, it makes sense. Uh, Yeah, I just, you know, I think it, again, it goes back to what you said earlier too, just how important it is to share energy with the right people. Even if you're Mm -hmm. sharing energy with all kinds of people, make sure you're all kinds of the people who are in a place that honors where you at, who, you know, who you are. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it makes, it makes all the difference in the world. Um, because mm-hmm. then again, 
you don't, you're not carrying that. You're not um, processing someone else's trauma. And, and that's, um, it's, it's, it's not always the intention of the other person for that to happen, but no, never. No. Yes. It's your job to, you know, be aware for yourself. And so you have to be that advocate and it can be kind of awkward, especially when you're, uh, in a situation with someone you really care about, maybe you Mm -hmm. see the potential in them or whatever, but if if you're feeling like it's not a hell yes, then maybe it's also time to reevaluate that relationship altogether because that, that could be also, one of the many roots of this person that may not make sense for your life Mm -hmm. where you are right now and where you want to go and you're already accepting the role of helping to heal this person Mm -hmm. whether you're um, conscious of it yet or not that can bleed into all kinds of areas in your life and ultimately the relationship you know won't really serve you as much as one could that is with someone who isn't experiencing those things. They are not working on themselves. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think understandably so with the stigma around mental health and male mental health in particularly, I love working with men. It is yeah. so healing and so rewarding. However, from my experience, they can be more damaged because it's a lot less likely that they get help because of the stigma. You know, I've seen videos going around the the internet of, uh, you know, somebody asking these guys, who do you call when you're down in the dumps? And all of them are like, no one, I'm a man. Like, what do you mean? I have nobody to go to when I'm, and I know my dad operates in that way too. He's like, it's just my job. It's just who I am. You know, I got to lift everybody up, everybody else up. I'm like, what about you? Yeah. Right. And so it's, I think it's, that's a really important um, aspect to bring in. It's like, it's not their intention, right. To drain you. Some of them, some of them yeah. intentionally know what they're doing as far as draining your sexual energy. That's a story, again, for another time. But most of them are not trying to do that to you. Most of them are not trying to, like, gain your sacral energy. And, you know, it's it's just something that happens in containers where either you, him, or both of you are unhealed. And it's a codependency more than a, a reciprocity of being this overflowing cup, filling each other up. Another pun. Filling each other up. Instead, you're kind of like, (laughs) instead, you're kind of like these half full, half full um, humans trying to gain something from each other because there's something within you that's unhealed or, or lacking. Yeah. So it's nobody's it's for the most part, I like to see, I like to think that we have good intentions. We just can hurt each other unconsciously with our wounds that we haven't looked at. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think another way mm-hmm. this can creep up in sexuality is in in the act of mm-hmm. your needing certain things or desiring mm-hmm. certain things, and are you feeling safe and comfortable to express mm-hmm. those things and to further explore mm-hmm. what sexuality means to you in the in the bedroom or wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. You know? If you're, if you're wild um, and, uh, in nature, you know, on a mountain, you know, mountain, yes. yeah, baby, um, 
Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, we have a list. Ooh, you know what would be fun? We should do uh, a little, whoever's listening, we yeah. should do like on social media or something like what is everybody's bucket list of places they mm-hmm. want to that would be so yes. Fun. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at the tip of a mountain, like a massive mountain right now. I'm like there. Yeah. Let's just, fly. You're just looking at the tip? No. <laughs> just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, we are on fire. Oh my God. So yeah, I think, I think it all bleeds in, in, you know, the, you can, mm-hmm. you can find out where a person's at to, you know, so, so you feel really good about the relationship. You're, you're, mm-hmm. if you're in one or the person that you're with, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're just partnering with someone or partnering mm-hmm. with multiple people, however mm-hmm. you like to do it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you also, you know, being able to be comfortable enough to express what you need mm-hmm. is so, so huge too. So I would say like, notice that. Yeah. Um, and also keep in mind that some people haven't really learned how to have that kind of language. And um, right. That's so true. Who don't really have the language. I think having intentions when you on the, the bedroom beforehand or again, mm-hmm. wherever you're at, um, mm-hmm. Maybe in, when you're not in that sexual situation, um, mo- preferably where you can you can talk about what that looks like, and even mm-hmm. if that intention is, I'm not really sure how to talk about this, but I but I'm feeling comfortable enough where I can share this with you yeah. that I would like X. Uh, I think that's also really important to look for and to uh, remember for yourself, so that you don't go into sexual situations and feel like what you talked about, where your job is to receive the, uh, what the other person's experience of pleasure plays out like, mm-hmm. with your body. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, being a really engaged, conscious participant and what that experience is like, because it's also yours. You yeah. Know, so- I think that can also be huge. So if you're not feeling comfortable enough to have huge. then uh, yeah, huge. So big. It's so big. So big. Uh, but uh, you know, then, then maybe that's a little uh, red flag for you or a sign yep. that maybe there's some more work that could be done before you engage with this person or maybe this person isn't right. Yeah. It's a little hot tip. Yeah. I love that so much. And you know, what does communicate, what is, what does being comfortable with communication of your wants, desires, needs, feeling discomfort, etc. Where does that actually start though? Yeah. With, with you. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you even know what you really want? Do you even know who you really are? Do you even know what you're actually desiring or again are you just unconsciously for lack of better terms bending over for somebody on a saturday night because you feel like you should be doing it for them instead of for yourself yeah right like it's also a practice of self-love to understand oh like this actually isn't making me feel good Okay, why? Why isn't being with this person making me feel good? Oh, because I feel like they just use me for my physical body or for sex. Okay, where does that come from and why am I still allowing it? Oh, right. Because I'm told as a woman that I need to please the man and, you know, my my desires don't matter, right? The feminine desire doesn't matter. Okay, great. How do I change that? Because 
that's where it all starts first is recognizing this doesn't feel good. I'm not enjoying this anymore. I feel like I'm being used up and you are, you know, um, in, in some cases. And how do I come back to myself first? It's about coming back to the relationship with yourself. How do I come back to a place of empowerment? How do I love myself? How do I please myself? How do I explore what I want? How do I start communicating with me? Hey, girl, I see you've been, hey, body, I see you've been telling me that this doesn't feel good and I've yeah. been ignoring you. I'm really sorry. You yeah. know, I, I, I've been ignoring my intuition. I've been, been ignoring the pain. I've been ignoring um, the triggers. First, come back to you. Mm-hmm. Call your power back. Call your energy back. Disengage from these people that after sex, you feel drained instead of uplifted right? Build that communication with yourself. And then when you're at that level of of self-love and you're in a a scenario where you're going to be intimate or you're going to, or you're in that already and something doesn't feel right, or you want to explore something, you don't care if the other person accepts you or not. If you don't hear me, you get up and you leave Yeah, because somebody else will. Right. There are people, there are men, there are women, there are people out there that want to respect you, that want to love you, that want you to speak up and and express what you want and what you desire. Yeah. And the people that don't are the people that you're still allowing into your life that are keeping you insecure and disempowered. Yeah. Yeah, And I would say too, make sure that's the case because Mm -hmm. how often has it, it's happened to me. I'll just put it out there. It's happened to me before that I didn't give a person the opportunity to know where I was at because I was so mm-hmm. scared to say how I felt, you know, I was tell so, me, tell me why though. Well, I mean, first of all, it was when I was much younger, you know, mm-hmm. this, these are early relationships and I, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to have sex. I didn't know how to be in sex. I had mm-hmm. an amazing first, um, uh, partner for years, actually, my, mm-hmm. my, uh, who I lost my virginity to. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, God, I lucked out. I lucked out. He was yeah. loving and kind and gentle and helped mm-hmm. me learn. And I was excited. Wow, that's about beautiful. It. I actually had so much fun. Uh, that's beautiful. With my uh, entrance into, you know, my sexual experience with other people. Yeah. And, uh, and so it was just so beautiful and so loving. It was after him, though, that... I, you know, a little bit of a like, whoa, not everybody's amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, I think for me, it was, I, I, I was in a relationship with someone that I wanted really bad for them to love me. Mm-hmm. They, uh, there were a lot of red flags and mm-hmm. there were a lot of, um, a lot of disrespect too. And, and you mm-hmm. know what, I hold this not against this person at all. They have their own experiences and, 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 it's a long time ago at this point, you know, but, but I know that person didn't have the language. I know Mm -hmm. that person also didn't, they weren't really super aware of what the female experience was because probably no one had also said anything. Right. Um, And so I think it's important also to, to share kind of what that looks like, give that person the opportunity to Mm -hmm. where you're at a way that you can practice self-love in real time is to go ahead and say that thing, even if it, if it scares you, yeah. you know, 
if you've done all the work and or maybe you still haven't and you're in that experience one way to have courage is you know and tap into yourself and, and what you need um is to just say that say it mm-hmm. out loud boundary hey can maybe we have some more lube or can maybe we <laughs> Or, hey, can maybe we, like, start with some foreplay, <laughs> you know? Um, oh, well, hold on. Let me just uh, let me just interject right here. Because if you're not starting with foreplay, yes. get the fuck out. <laughs> Run for your life. <laughs> Run. Yeah. Run for the hills. That person exactly. is selfish. Okay, no, we got we to gotta give people a chance. But, yeah, I mean, I think you're so right. And... What's coming up for me as I listen to you talk is I think about, again, where I'm at with my self-love journey and like prioritizing myself and expressing myself, right? Expressing what I want. The universe has brought in, put their flaws to the side. The universe has brought in men that are like, let me prioritize your pleasure. I'm not a real man unless unless we get you to where you need to go first. And I'm like, this is new. (laughs) It's like, it's really, it goes back to what we were talking about yesterday. I'm like, it really is a game. The more you love yourself, the more the universe is like, let me reward you. Let me reward you. Let me reward you. The more you bring in these, I don't want to say advanced. That's not the right word. Uh, Developed men, women, partners that, do prioritize your needs and do yeah. want to hear you and do prioritize like your pleasure first. Yeah. Right. Which is yeah. like, it's just, it's, it's so beautiful to see how it plays out that way. When you express yourself, it's like, okay, you'll get exactly what you want. When you love yourself, you'll call people to you that love you too. And, and yeah, you know, people, it's not even, I think this is what's so important because where I was at my, at that point in my life, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, when I say I don't hold it against this person, we were both so unaware of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we were and what we wanted. And so, you know, unconscious these, yeah. these people in our lives sometimes that aren't right for us, they're not. So I, I guess I just want to say they're not always the bad guy. They're just not right. And they're yeah. not, and I'm not right for them either. And I'm, I probably, we feel like, um, two, uh, cogs in a wheel. They're just a little bit off. Right. I, think, I don't. I don't think I meant to say it that way, but you get what I'm saying. Cogs, cogs in a clock. Uh, we were cogs. Um, <laughs> you know, every time I try to explain something, I can usually use sports references. Two cogs every time. Um, you can't do that, girl. You got to know what you're saying. I I never do. I never do. I never do. But I go for it. Because yeah. <laughs> one day I'm gonna get it, you know. Um, but I'll pray I for you. <laughs> look up some more examples so that I. But uh, long story short, not everybody's a bad guy. But it, but obviously he was he throwing was a touchdown. He was he yes he, he kicked <laughs> the uh, pig field. Oh wait, actually, I think that one is is actually a reference. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, yeah, you know, so, so I think that's also why it goes back to self-love is when you are really practicing radical self-love, you're not going to be in situations with people who aren't right for you. And it's yeah. also better for them, too, that you don't go try to make mm-hmm. it work when it, when it doesn't. You know, it's, yeah. it's just kinder to the world. So uh, just a little thought that I wanted to throw out there. No, definitely. Definitely. And I feel like 
what we should also add to this conversation is coming back to removing the stigma from things that are just innately human. Yeah. Right. Sex because of reproduction. Right. Hunger. Um, you know, like this, these animalistic parts of ourselves, which I love tapping into the fucking inner animal. Like I am a wild woman. Take me out. You want to know my date? Take me into the jungle barefoot. Let's crawl. Let's crawl up a mountain. Let's <laughs> climb up a mountain. Let's build a fire. Um, and don't get me wrong. I love being wine and dine too, but you know, yeah. let's connect with the elements and get dirty, baby. Like yeah. I am a wild woman. I let that archetype out through and through. And I think this yeah. is a part of it is a segue of a conversation connecting back to those animalistic parts of ourselves, because it does liberate us. Like we are programmed, you know, to fuck, fight and feed like, yeah. and you know, we've, we've, we're trying to get rid of the fighting part, right? We're trying to love. So, um, I would really love to have some of these uh, amazing, uh, researchers who study like the, the book sex at dawn, he studies bonobos, um, which is a type of monkey where mm -hmm. instead of fighting each other, they actually just all have sex with each other to keep the peace. Oh and yeah. he oh truly God. believes <laughs> yeah, the author, I'm spacing on his name right now, but he truly believes that um, we are the closest to bonobos and like, where would the world be if we just loved each other essentially instead of fought? But to get back to the point that I'm trying to make is like, this is just a normal part of the human being. And maybe partially we avoid these conversations because some people get aroused, right? His name is Christopher Ryan, sorry, the author of Sex at Dawn maybe it's because people get aroused or they get uncomfortable because their sacral and their roots are literally on lockdown because of programming and oppression and judgment and yeah. outcasting of these parts. But we just also want to just like remove this stigma. Like this is just a part of being a human. And we also want to offer advice and, and research and studies on and, and ways for this to be, applied to improving your health and your overall life yeah. right so like getting into the positive effects of sex or orgasms on your mental physical and spiritual well-being right like it produces dopamine and serotonin it puts you in this ecstatic euphoric state you can use it to manifest it's literally known to reduce physical pain to reduce headaches inflammation in the body that's how you know we are made to do this right? yeah. and of course being being intentional with the healthy container and with your partners but the other aspect of it is you know i i speak very closely to a couple couple naturopaths and herbalists and i have people in my inner circle that i talk to about stuff like this all the time and this herbalist and chiropractor that i've been working with he sent me this research article um on one of his doctor friends who's doing research in austin on the impacts of love and healing in the physical body and love can be affirmation, physical touch, sex, intimacy, whatever it is, right? But he is now proving with scientific literature 
that love reduces cancer cells, heals autoimmune disorders, heals brain tumors, like all of these diseases are healed through love and safe intimacy. That's amazing. So it's like, we're also showing you this and talking about it because it's something that, (laughs) yeah, we're trying to save you. No, I I had to recognize, I had to release that savior complex, but yeah, we're trying to help you. We are. And being intentional, especially in the most intimate settings of your life can completely change the game for you. I'm talking psychic visions like you just smoked a dmt pen girl like when you're with a partner and you guys are both open and spiritually connected oh you go places you go places and it's incredible you travel through other realms together and there's nothing quite like it and it's the most beautiful experience to witness yeah and i'll say this much uh when you're in that space you're not in your head you're Mm -mm. not you're not in a place of fear you're not mm-hmm. in a place of guilt for what you're doing it is it is very beautiful mm-hmm. and, and i love what you say about intimacy too because you know sex is uh sex is very important to me but above mm-hmm. all that that intimacy and connection that to me is you know me and dave were actually talking the other day about like the idea of aliens and how you know you you think a lot about how um even just some of the ways that they're uh depicted are mm-hmm. they're not actually having their own young they have like all these pods and things you know and this is going right. somewhere. i promise this is going somewhere um, <laughs> i wasn't saying also, anything also depicted as not having sexual organs and so there was like mm. this part of us who wondered it's like what if there is a level beyond what we are as humans like you know at some point you reach some type of level of consciousness where having actual physical sex isn't even as important as like putting your heads together and being intimately, you know, connected. And so I just think that is like, you know, that is on another level powerful. So you can reach those places like you talked about where you travel to different places. And, you know, I know that's a little weird story, but like, I like to think about it that way too. So no, I get it. It Piece of it, you know, that intimacy is so important. Yeah, to me, to me, it just brings after saying that it just brings up this. I'm demisexual and sapiosexual. If you don't know what that means, I need to have a deep emotional connection and I need to be turned on by your level of like a certain level of intelligence in order for me to even want that with you. Like I have to connect with you emotionally, mentally and spiritually at this point in life. Love you old Danny. I still respect you. I respect you, baby. You had a good time. But this this version, me, hi. Um, I that's what I need in order to even get to the physical. Yeah. But it's it just reminds me of like, ugh, I love the communities I find. I love the men that I've connected with recently and through these these intentional communities where we do sound baths and yoga and meditation. And I, I teach yoga and meditation as well, as amongst many other things. But going to these communities where you know it's heart-centered and, and heart-focused um, – is where I've actually healed a lot of my my connections with the masculine. And I have had many issues with the masculine in my life, um, starting from a very young age. But 
being able to go and, like I said earlier, sit and stare into each other's eyes and see each other beyond the sexual expression, beyond the physical body, through the hearts. That intimacy first, before even getting physical, oh my God, you guys, it makes the, it makes the yeah. sex a thousand times better if that's what you want like you don't even need that that's what I feel like you're saying is you don't even need that to feel that beautiful depth of a connection through that type of intimacy through seeing each other's hearts through bearing your souls yeah Mm. yeah I like I kind of want to like tell you something, but there's a part of me that's like, is Dave going to kill me if I say this? But uh... <laughs> cool. It sounds juicy. Let's go for it. Well, no, you have to, you have to do what you need to do. So no I'll, I'll just say it on my part because it really is just my, it's, it's me that, that does this. Mm-hmm. I am so connected today. We are so connected. Yeah. You guys, there are definitely twin flames, which we can talk yeah. about another time. I literally like, I, it doesn't happen all the time, but like, it is not uncommon for me to sob after sex. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Just like deep sobbing. And, and this point it's no new thing for Dave. All he does is just <laughs> say, he's just like, I just want to check in on you. Are you okay? You know, make sure these are good tears. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but he's always just checking in, and then he's like, "Do you mm. mean?" He literally says, "This isn't amazing." And then you know, sometimes I'm like, "No, I just need to like." <laughs> and then and then sometimes you are killing me today. Come and cuddle me and hold me, and oh. it, and then it's just like you know because it's like animals when your body is like <gasps> yeah you know and and you're like yeah. coming down from mm-hmm. like this insane energy, and so. You're and coming down. Like that's that's my you know one of the signs for me that I've 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 had that experience mm-hmm. where I was really fully connected and, and really fully in an intimate space, and it went beyond sex, even though that's yeah. what is happening. And so, um, well, you're cracked open. You're you're yeah. truly cracked open when you're in that safe space with somebody. Yeah. And to me, as you you as I just kind of experience what you're expressing is I well <laughs> the sobbing part. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in it. I'm in it. No, no, no. I'm thinking about the crying. And to me, yeah. I feel like, and women, maybe we leave you with this. I feel like when you find that safe space and that vulnerability and a masculine that just, worships you in the best way and prioritizes your pleasure, your emotions, your feelings. I think we're breaking generational shit. Like we are breaking through what we have been told to accept. And so I don't even see that as just your tears. I see that as tears of many women who number one, have never experienced something like that. Yeah. Right. Have been dominated or abused or um, assaulted, you know, and to to for you to experience that sends a ripple effect again to what is possible for us to experience through intimacy and through our sexual relationships and loving relationships. And I also feel like 
it's not until this lifetime for you and I that we really have experienced the best. And so it's like you're healing not only probably from abuse earlier in your life, but you're also healing from past lifetimes of being owned or again, abused or whatever it is by the masculine. So it goes so deep because with you and Dave's connection, I have experienced that level of connection and you, you 100% do heal past life trauma when you are that spiritually connected through intimacy like that. I am so obsessed with you right now. Like I'm obsessed with you. you. Are, like you are, you are really bringing, I'm just, I'm going to cry. I am so grateful mm. for what you're sharing. That feels, Ooh, that feels good. And I, Hmm. I've never thought about it that way. Woo! Have a moment. <laughs> have a moment, baby. We love the moments. Thank you for sharing that because you know. Yeah. It's it's just very beautiful, and I feel like you're really you know. <laughs> I'm grateful to get to have this conversation with you. Mm. I'm so excited. We've had this conversation today because this is you. You hit me, and 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 I think that we're going to hopefully mm. touch the hearts of a lot of people who I hope can so. feel impacted by these messages as well because mm-hmm. this this conversation alone helps to expand my heart and my mind and what's yeah. possible for me and what I'm even experiencing. I hadn't thought yeah. about it like that. Um but this whole conversation you have really I just mm. want to thank you for really showing up and really sharing your gifts and mm. Thank you. I can't say enough. I, I that's I'll leave it at that. It's just thank yeah. you for being you and thank you for having the courage to go through all of these mm. different terrains in your life and thank you for trusting yourself and thank you yeah. for helping to, to light the way for people like me and and hopefully people who are listening to this message now because because mm. you are also showing us what's possible and it's fucking awesome it's very exciting like i am very charged right now (laughs) that's what i want to do baby i'm here to charge you yeah and you're here to charge me and the last thing i want to say is number one thank you for that um i truly feel like my higher self was was guiding me this whole conversation and i can speak on those experiences that you have with dave because i myself have experienced past life healing through sexual intimacy with a partner that we have a, we have a contract that is from past, present and all every single lifetime, you know, and it is intense and it's, it's a lot. And I also touch on abuse and assault and sexual trauma because I myself have experienced that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a victim, but I, I, I really believe that, I am in this place where I am now because I have been brought through all of those really horrific, terrible, hard, difficult, painful, traumatic things starting at a young age. And I, some at some point along the way, which we will definitely talk more about our individual journeys one day, but at some point along the way, I had to make a choice. Am I going to let this completely break me or destroy me just like what they all want? Or am I going to turn this, am I going to turn this into power? And and am I going to turn this into my mission to help other people? 
because I don't believe we're inherently bad. I believe we're inherently good. We're born these beautiful balls of fucking light and joy. And then life beats the shit out of us. And it's our choice whether we stay broken or we repair ourselves. And then we go and help others that have been broken as well. And that's what I'm here to do. And I know you are too, which is why we do this. (laughs) (laughs) So we also want to say like disclaimer, you know, if you're somebody that's going through something scary or traumatic or abuse or toxic, reach out to us. Um, We'll definitely put some numbers or hotlines at the end of this episode as well. And we're here for you. Really. Mm -hmm. It gets better. It does. It does get better. And also, you know, if, if uh, you have feeling like I'm not currently taking clients, um, but Danny is. Mm-hmm. And so if you would like to work with Danny. This is a great time to talk about that. I yeah. also work with Danny and I'm just an uh, advocate here. Here's the testimony <laughs> about it. Just stop thinking about it and mm. do it and, oh. and take yourself to that place in your life where you're achieving mm. what seen for yourself what you know is right for you and and sometimes we don't know how to do that on our own and that's okay it's actually amazing that you recognize you want help so yeah reach out and um and i'll also say if if you have some things that you liked about this episode if you would like us to cover certain topics in the future if you have questions Mm -hmm. send in uh you know hey i'd like some advice what do you think about this uh we'll put some information about how to do that at the end of this episode too but like and subscribe and follow this is good for you like it was good for us yeah (laughs) and uh and then also um if if you have a friend that you think oh she or or they need this or he needs this Mm -hmm. then share it because that's also how we're going to make an impact is is you continue to share these messages whether it comes from your mouth or you share something that we've said and uh, and the ripple will just continue to move on so uh, yeah thank you for being here with us. thank you guys so much we love you do you have anything else you want to say before we go nanny <laughs> i have so much to say all the time but no thank you guys so much we love you and uh we can't wait to drop the next episode so keep your eyes out Woo! We yeah. thank you again so much for being here. Check out all of our information in all the show notes. And that will let you know too when our next episode will drop and everything else you need to know about how to follow us, how to maybe work with Danny and then mm-hmm. uh, how to keep this thing a rolling. So how to then, definitely work with Danny. How to definitely <laughs> work with Danny. Let's make this happen. Yes. We'll see you guys. Right. We'll see you guys. <laughs>